Well, all right. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Hanging out with you guys on a Wednesday. A beautiful hot. I'm talking hot. You people are burning up out there. I know you are. Your favorite car talk show. We are an honored, honored to spend it with you every Wednesday from the East Valley Institute of Technology, where you've got a ton of trades happening. You got automotive. You got welding. You got baking. I, I don't think they, they're just about everything Susie's happening right here. <laughs> And uh, always uh, enjoy spending it with you guys. And uh, remember, on uh, KFNX on the weekends, we appreciate you guys. 90.7, the neon. All you neonites, thank you. Uh, if you're catching the replay on Saturday, you guys rock. Susie, what's shaking in the world? Not a whole lot, Frank. How are you doing, buddy? I'm wunderbar. Yeah? You know, it's I got a chance to go up north, up in the pines, where the deer and the elk roam free. And if you're not careful, you kiss up against a bumper, and I'm calling in to... Work late. Well, your ch- your wife called. Uh, she Facetimes me yesterday, and yeah. uh, you guys had what three deers in your front yard? Look out, it's go. We're just a bunch of city folk. <laughs> we don't know what these things look like. We see it. It's like dinosaurs. I, can you relate, all of you city <laughs> brethren and sistren? I mean, it's they're the, feeding them well, that's carrots what and apples. People make these treks to the remote areas of the country, and in this case, you know, northern Arizona. Up in the pines, you're up there six, 8,000 feet. Some of you can relate. You get up there and you get all freaked out. That's a big elk. What do I do? <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt, but I was grateful to get out of the uh, hot weather. Uh, I want to bring to you guys this week, uh, you guys hanging out in your car or at home chilling out in the AC. Uh, we're honored to spend it today. Well, Lewis Lee, he's an automotive talent. Lewis Lee from uh, All Ends Magazine. Dot com. We're excited to have Lewis Leon. He's the producer and host of Playing in Traffic show. He's had quite, uh, well, many, many characters on the show uh, from the industry. Uh, Lewis has also spent some time in the repossession business. The repossession. The repo business? I say repossession. It sounds more formal. <laughs> it's like that's what attorneys may say. But I don't know if you've had. I have. I have. Uh, let's face it. Don't be all snooty. I Way know you guys. Perfect. You guys may have had a, a car to repossess, and it's okay. We still love you. Sometimes things happen. But Lewis Lee spent some time in the repo business, so we're going to pick his brain. How do we not get our cars repoed other than pay our stuff on time? <laughs> Parking <laughs> <Maybe>. down the street. <laughs> uh, Lewis Lee is also, uh, you know, as I mentioned, producer of that uh, great show, uh, Plane in Traffic uh, show. He also was in the transport business for many years, hauling vehicles from their destinations. And he actually had uh, the opportunity to tangle with a few celebrities. Oh, nice. And their rides on the back of a big old 18-wheeler transport. He actually operated one of the busiest, reputable transport uh, businesses in the company. So we're honored to have Louis Lee on, but I wanted to catch... uh, Well, a lot of you, Ford and Nissan, I got to go through these recalls, people. One of these recalls, what's the worst thing that can happen to you? Windshield wiper fly off? No. Rearview mirror come hanging down off the thing? No. No. Well, how about a hood that comes flying open? What? That's the problem. That's the bad hair day right there. Like just driving and it flips off? If you're driving comfortably, Drinking your schmate latte, and that hood opens up. I, I think you all agree that would be a bad day. Oh, yeah. Nissan is recalling 1.8 million. That's a lot of cars. Altimas. Oh, no. A lot of you are driving an Altima. Spread the word. From 2013 to 2018, that hood shouldn't be flying open. <laughs> that should not happen <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But at least Nissan was kind enough to remind us that there is a recall. And of course, I remind you people, one of the things you should do before you buy a car, other than take it into your local local rock star mechanic, of course, our place, Desert Car Care Chandler, Chandler Dobson, or if you're in the country somewhere in North Dakota, L.A., New York, get on to RanchNation.tv. We have a slew of uh, good garages on there. But um, get the recall information because you may say, well, ah, recall was, assume it was done. It may not have been, of course, the big Cicada airbags, but uh, so Nissan, be careful. 1318, those hoods have come open. I got another recall. Ford, a lot of you driving the F-150. I love my F-1. I've got an 08. And that 08, that's staying with me. I'm done. In fact, I'm going to figure out a way to make that a coffin. I'm going to bury myself in my 08 <laughs> F-150 because I love you so much, my Ford F-150. 
It's a tank. But Ford is recalling 350,000 uh, of these uh, F-150s. Model years? 14 to 17, people. 2014 to 17. Uh, about 350,000 trucks in North America. Don't tell me the door's falling off. No. Okay. Their hoods are tight. <laughs> <laughs> doors are closed nice. But worse yet, there's a problem. And we see this in the garage. Of course, it's not a recall when we see it. I think they all should be. But that brake master cylinder can start leaking that fluid into the brake booster. Uh-oh. Now, that's, a, that's another bad hair day because your brakes are not going to be working right. So make sure you check it. Of course, NHTSA.org. We will try to post these recalls on our Facebook, Ranch Nation Facebook. Please, if you have these recalls, don't wait. A lot of you hear recall and you think, ah, yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Everything seems to be driving fine. But no, man. Get your recalls done. Ford and Nissan, so go check that out. Susie, give me give me what's happening. Like, give me some good news in the world of news. Well, this is actually kind of fun. I mean, this is about, um, let's see, you like, who doesn't like basement bargains? I do once in a while. Even yeah. if it means buying from China, like Alibaba or AliExpress? Those are big daddy. Alibaba's, Those are big daddies. Dad, man, Alibaba's big. Google, I know Google bites the nails. I hear Alibaba. I know, but you never know what you're going to get, and you never know when you're going to get it. I've never been to Alibaba's.comies, <laughs> but uh, tell me what's happening. Well, would you ever purchase an electric vehicle that that's less than $1,000 from oh, China? On. Was it like a go-kart? No, dude. So we know Jason <laughs> Torchinsky, right? Jalopniks? Our friend Jason Torchinsky. What kind of, what is he reporting well, he on? he actually did order one. Oh. Now, it was listed for $930. Wait, I got to see a picture. Where can we find? I'm going to direct the people. Yeah, go ahead. In How fact, do you? It's $1,000. Okay, so let's- $930 from a Chinese manufacturer called Changli. All right, that's on jalopnik.com. Jalopnik.com. Drive free or die or buy a $1,000 or less electric vehicle <laughs> from Alibaba. Now, the thing is, after you add the battery pack and the shipping, it was nearly $3,000 purchase. Oh, Oh, wait a minute. Come on. That's, I can't. Just $930. Man, that's, like, that's like buying eggs with no damn eggs in it. I'm walking <laughs> home like the battery is the main deal. I don't get that. This electric car is so small, it actually comes in a box. In a box? Like Amazon delivery? Look it up. It is so funny. Now, here's the funny thing. You saw me walking around the studio with Bree just now. Yeah. I actually had called Jason, and he was going to come on the show for this little segment. He's busy with that car, We though. He actually, no, he said yes, but we couldn't get the outside line. All right. Well, Jason, if you're listening to the show, tell Jay Leno we're still waiting for our phone call, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he says that, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a little car, and of course, it's, well, I shouldn't say, it's not a car, he says. Um, but it comes pretty well you equipped. You can't call it. I mean, I mean, it's, I don't know. But, you know, I like the idea that, well, electric's available for everybody. That's right. That's but I don't, right. I don't like that. I don't like that, that whole, that midnight, but wait, there's more. You need a battery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Why don't they just sell the whole thing complete and just like twenty nine ninety nine? Well, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Why? What's the purpose behind? I don't get it. If you're listening, what's the purpose? That's I equate that to buying a you know a dozen eggs with no eggs. You got maybe half a broken egg in that sucker. Why buy a vehicle <laughs> with a shell? I don't know. We'll have to try and follow up. I know Jason, uh, Jason Turchinsky, of course, he's been on the show before, jalopnik.com. That cat's testing out everything. I mean, I think last I saw he was driving a refrigerator with some little wheels on it or something. <laughs> I love what he's doing. It's funny. It's comical, but he's, he takes it. <laughs> and of course, he's, uh, he's behind uh, Jay Leno's uh, garage, you know, doing some work with him, producing up that show. But I, I don't know. Um, China was for a while. We had uh, Echo Huang on right. from China. Uh, of course, Echo was with Quartz Magazine. Now she's moved on, but she was handling all the automotive news out of China. And, you know, they had a trajectory. They were they were just because the government uh, oh, yeah. was subsidizing. Yeah. I mean, if our government did that, we turn it off overnight. If the government told you right now, we'll give you 80 percent of the cost of a Model 3. Of course, Elon Musk, he'd be happy. <laughs> but think about it. If the government subsidized even greater, they have some now, but it's a drop in the bucket. Overnight, man, look at all these electric vehicles on the road. <laughs> I know all our crude oil people in that industry, they would be upset. Speaking of uh, crude oil and electric, Elon Musk, he's always in the news, man. Whether it's Joe Rogan-ish type news. <laughs> He actually, you guys know, Model 3, Model S, he's got it going on. He's in production for all those. 
You heard about that Tesla Semi. Yep. Nice, sleek-looking ride. And a few big dogs bought, I think, Budweiser and a couple of others. Well, Elon literally calls. He's probably some. I don't know what Elon does really during the day. He works hard. I know he does. But the way it went down is he made a phone call to his people. I called my people and I told them, it's time to bring the Tesla Semi to volume production. He's not playing. I did not hear that part. The Tesla Semi is going to be volume production. Now, I don't know what that looks like because they had some production issues. Where Elon went to the factory, he was sleeping on the floor with those engineers. We gotta figure this. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. But uh, Elon's saying, "Bring that Tesla back." And I don't know how I feel about that. I think a lot of truck drivers may lose their job. Are we going like autonomous, or well, are we going uh, electric? Semi autonomous. Yes. Oh, okay. You're listening. I know a lot of you driving truck right now. Listening wherever you're at, Chicago, wherever you're driving. Do you think your job is going the way of the elevator man with this autonomous stuff? I'd like to know. Get on the Ranch Nation Facebook. See what that's all about. I don't, th- I don't, I don't think we're going to see that in our lifetime. I, yeah, I don't know. I hope not. They've got I, them out there now, though. Who's going to do the horn thing when I go by? <laughs> I want to, like, can the autonomous be my little youngster? She's like, hey, beep, beep, horn. Beep, beep, the horn. I don't know about that. I want you guys to stay tuned. Uh, we got producer and host of Plane in Traffic show. Uh, he started that way back in 16. He's an automotive gem in the industry. He's been around many, many years. And we're going to talk to Lewis Lee, get into the repo days of his career, as well as uh, hauling cars across the country. Stay tuned, Ranch Nation. Put on your red shoes and dance the blue. I want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. bg Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to PartsAuthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. PartsAuthority.com. Of course, welcome back. If you have any questions about your car, uh, you know, get on our Facebook or, you know what, visit our garage. Uh, we'll give you a tour of the garage, Desert Car Care, Chandler and Dobson. Uh, what we'd like to say, we give you a big old hug, but right now with COVID, we'll just give you like a little six foot, you know, <laughs> peace, love, happiness sign. We hope that that goes away real soon. I know a lot of you are huggers with a deep affinity for the automotive industry and a popular show playing in traffic. Lewis Lee brings many talented automotive folks together from all kinds of walks of life, from welders to mechanics to custom builders uh, and with having a pretty uh, highlighted actually career going way back uh, transporting vehicles as well as repossessing vehicles. That's interesting. And I can't forget, I want you guys while you're listening, put this in your head and I want you to check it out. All ends magazine. It's all ends That is home base, man. Uh, you know, it's one thing to cover things, from a highfalutin perspective, where some of you can't relate, but All Trends Magazine is deep in the trenches with some incredible talent, and we're honored to have Mr. Lewis Lee. What is happening, Lewis? Hey, hey, what's happening? I'm just grateful that you are calling. First, we must ask, where are you calling from? <laughs> I am calling from Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, well, I have a friend from there. Well, we just want to make sure you're not experiencing the sizzle of 105 like we are. How's the weather out there? 
<laughs> oh, it's beautiful. We're at about 80, 85. You know, we're All doing right. good. Susie, we, we need to do a road trip to Ohio. That is beautiful. Yeah. So, Louis, uh, we want to actually talk about um, some of your history, but let's get right into the meat and potatoes. Plane and traffic show, you started that off back in 16. What was your motivation, man, to, to kick that off? Um, well, I was doing some management work for uh, Lou Santiago from uh, Carfix. Oh, Lou, um, Lou Santiago. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's, is he still on? Is he still doing some stuff? Yeah, he's still doing stuff, but now he's doing his own show, um, Garage Insider. Okay. And it's on, it's on uh, the internet, so he's working, producing that now. Nice. So that should be um, pumping up pretty pretty quick, but he's no longer at uh, Carpix. All right. So, yeah, I was doing some uh, some management work with him, and uh, and, you know, just being around different celebrities and different builders and, and companies, I wanted to bring everybody together. So um, so we started planning traffic, and we, we have uh, guests that come on from manufacturers, um, you know, celebrities. You know, it could be anybody. It could be a, a guy from down the street that, you know, puts on wheels. But we connect everybody together and give people opportunity to, um, to talk to entertainers, which they, you know, might not ever... So, you know, that's why I put it together, planning traffic. And, you know, we play and we do it live every week, every Thursday night. And, of course, uh, right away, tell folks before some folks have to dip in and out of the show, where can they find that? Uh, Planningtraffic.com. All right. And that's, um, I, I understand that's Thursday evening, correct? Yes, Thursday evening, 9 o'clock Eastern time. All right. So all you people, you ain't sleeping it here in Arizona at 6 p.m., California, even luckier. It's 5 p.m. But get on right, to right. Uh, get on. Um, and of course, we'll have all the uh, pertinence up up to uh, website and so on. So you guys can uh, click on that. It's well worth it. I like what you said, because I think um, some folks and it's it's really strange, Susie, how this works. Like you see this great build and you're just your jaws dropping and you may be able to talk um, to the builder. But when you add a celebrity to that, sometimes it's like, well, talk to my people right and part of the the intrigue i mean mechanically yes we want to know all right what went down with that build at midnight you know before it was over at sema um do you find that making this connection uh lewis with uh with some of these folks uh that i mean i hate to use the word celebrities but some of the folks high profile folks um are, are making a connection with what i'd like to say maybe some of the youngsters or just an average enthusiast that gets them vibed to continue what they may not have continued prior because they felt intimidated yeah um yeah when we have uh some some builders on they really you know everybody that we really talk to we're all on the same mission the car industry is all on the same mission of getting the youth involved because you know it's going to go away if we don't you know they, they close down the trade schools and different things like that so it, it's really pushed hard on planet traffic to um you know, inspire somebody younger to, you know, maybe paint or weld or, you know, just do something with your hands. So, yeah, it, it really works out with, with the different people that come on the show. Well, we thank you for doing that. Um, it's, a, it's a celebrated mantra here on the show as well um, where we, we feel, well, really, there's no contract, Susie. We just do it, man, because it's like it's a feel-good anyway, and we want to do it. It's like, and I think, Louis, you can agree, like, as car people, we just do what we do. We don't, there's no, we're not, it's not government, mm -hmm. man. There's no contracts. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, right. Know, you know, so um, before we dive into some of the celebrities that you've worked with, and uh, I got to go back in time, like you, was it repo first or car transport? Which, which did you do first early, early years? Uh, repo. What, repo what, um, what was, uh, did you watch a TV show and say, man, I can do that? <laughs> like, how did you get into that business? No, actually, I was doing it before the TV shows. Oh, you're the original. I, <laughs> yeah, so listen, I ended up meeting all those guys because I joined organizations, and so all those guys on TV end up at trade shows. So I'd meet them down in Florida, you know, so I became friends with a lot of those TV guys. But I've been doing it since I was 17. Um, I was helping a guy out that in my neighborhood that was doing repos, and, and I just kept doing it, and I ended up working for the company, and then I left and started my own company. And, uh, and you know, it just went from there. What's, um, I mean, we realize the security aspect of repossessing a car, like you, you could be in some danger, but is that the number one thing to watch out for or is there something else that most people won't realize about somebody that 
works in that repo business that could also be very dangerous? Well, it's it's all in how you handle yourself. Um, gotcha. You know, I would I would talk to the people. You know, you start out nice, and then you work your way to mean. You know, you don't start, <laughs> you know, hollering soon. You're not going to do it. You know what I mean? So most people know you're coming. You know what I mean? The the hardest part of it is is finding the car. People hide the car. You know, stuff like that. You're you're you turn into an investigator. But most people know you're coming. So you know, it, I didn't have really any problems. I did it for like 17 years. And uh, I only wow. had two guns pulled on me. Wow. So well, you sound like well. a nice guy. That's I might right. just give you furniture and everything. <laughs> when you here, take the car, and you know what? I'm almost late on my furniture. How uh, did it feel when people would cry? Like, please don't take my car, please. Well, let me tell you the story. I had a, a lady. She was like in her 80s, oh. and you know, I knock on the door, and I was like, "Ma'am, you know, I'm here to pick up the car." And she was like, "Oh no, I just paid," and she's crying, you know. And I was like, "Oh man, I can't take this lady's car, right?" So I call, I call into the office, and and they dropped the phone. They're like, I can't believe you found her. She's been running for like five years. Oh, gosh. So, so oh, from then on, I didn't trust anybody. If I couldn't trust this old lady, I could. I can't trust nobody. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine that, you know, that you, you get to learn when people are really putting, putting up an act. Um, how yeah. quick, uh, so uh, technology, so you go back, uh, you were 17 years in it. Um, technology now, they like in sweet license plates and all that. Did you have that back oh, in yeah. the day? Um, actually, when I saw my company, that was just coming in. But okay. the, computers, the computers were pretty pretty tough. You could skip trace people. Um, you can find out a lot of information on people. But, um, yeah, after I left, that's when the license plate readers came in. But the technology is unbelievable. Like, the, the, the trucks, you know, you can pick up a car in 30 seconds and and you know be gone down the street yeah i've seen some of those uh rigs they're they're pretty they're pretty slick where that little scissor arm comes out and, yeah. and i mean yeah, you, you can, never gotta get out of, you say wait a minute get out of the truck. i gotta use the bathroom i'll be right back you come back all four of those cars next to each other are gone and bam like that um do you think yeah. you think some of that like um some of our folks tuning in they all right, well, secondary finance, we've all had that where our credit isn't prime, and they get into a secondary finance, high interest rate, and man, and within minutes of missing a payment, they actually shut the vehicle down. Right, You're talking right. about those loan by, with title? I figured the kill switch, yeah. well, yeah, well, you name it. Yeah. I mean, that's a business. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, if, if you, can't, you can't qualify for prime, but you think uh, that kill switch situation, is that... Took, taking any business away from re, repossession business? Well, no, no, it doesn't because somebody still has to go out and get the car. You know, they shut it down. They're not going to leave it. So they call the repo guy. He goes and picks it up. That would be a shocker for me. If I, I mean, I, you look, you sign a contract. You're excited you got the car. In the contract, it probably says some like little fine print. Kill switch. If you don't make a payment within three minutes <laughs> of your, and I would, could you imagine, Susie, you driving. And Lewis is a nice guy. If right. He, if he, I mean, because he'll pull up and you, I mean, you're frantic wherever. It figures out where. It's not going to stop you in the middle of traffic on the freeway, I don't believe. Although I know right. some of you used car people may do that. <laughs> but Well, I'll yeah. at least give him a ride home. See? Oh, see, you're so nice. That is why you were in that business for 17 years. Yeah, yeah. It's all in how you treat people. I mean, you know, you just treat them right and, and try to help them, you know. And and things work out. <laughs> I mean, we're all human. We all got financial yeah. issues somewhere in our life, you know, that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I could have had mine repoed a couple times. I know. We're not indifferent to that. But, uh, hey, have you ever went to somebody's house where luxury was just spewing? In fact, oh, you yeah. may have seen, uh, you know, some high six-figure dollar rides, sports rides. And here you coming after the little Ford Explorer, and you pull up and and say, "Man, this sure I got the right address." You ever have a scenario uh, like that? Yeah, listen, it's funny that you said that because I had a I had a, a repo in Cleveland in like one of the richest areas, and I pull up to this house and it's a mansion, and I'm looking for a Ford Escort. <laughs> I'm like, man, <laughs> something ain't right. You know, this picture just ain't right. So I knock on the door and and they said, "No, he's not here." And then, so I'm walking back to the truck, and I'm like, there's no garage. Where's the garage? <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the front of this house. So then I start thinking. So I, I go around to the, the side street, and the garage is, like, on the side street in the back. So I see the car. 
So I back up, pick it up. You know, it's the son, and he he didn't make his payment. But his dad was rich, and his dad was like, hey, take it. He didn't pay for it. Oh, <laughs> snap. Yep, yep. Well, you know, you parents listening right now, would you do the same thing? I mean, I think, I mean, if you had, you know you're going to have a conversation. You're going to leave your kids out in the cold. You're going to have a conversation. But could you imagine? I mean, I know half of you right now would probably say, yeah, you out in the cold, whatever, you can't pay. Don't, I'm not lending you my Lambo either. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine, um, you know, with the repossession business. Uh, you ever have a bank not pay you? You did uh, three or four repossessions. You ever have any funny money on the yeah. other side? Yes, I have. Um, you had to go um, repossess usually, that money. <laughs> yeah, it's usually banks out of, out of state. So, uh. you know, they might have a car here and, and we repo, but we just keep the car. They don't pay me, then I, you know, I take a title. Well, that's interesting. Before we go to break, tell us how that works. Do you ever convert and it's like a mechanics lien or a repo lien kind of yeah. thing? Okay, it's, it's a storage lien. Yeah, you. Um, if they don't pay you, you put a storage lien on it. It's twenty dollars a day storage, and you send them a letter. If they don't pay for it, you get the title. Wow! Wow! All right. Well, that's the repo. That's part that's of the it. repo. If you're listening, <laughs> make your payments. If you can't listen, everybody will work with you these days, especially just make a phone yeah, call. They will. You know, communicate with yep. people because sometimes, especially now, one in four of us are out of work, man, and it may be rough. I want you guys to stay tuned. We got Lewis Lee, producer of a uh, Plan in Traffic show, All Ends Magazine, All Ends Mag. Dot com. I want you guys to go check it out. Stay tuned. We're going to dive into the uh, the transport side of the business. Lewis, you've done a lot of things, and we're going to cover yeah. transport and hauling. Lewis Lee, stay tuned next. Ranch Nation. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slight, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance. And I paid out of pocket, and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one. Vision Collision, 480-248-9049, visioncollision.com. When you're thinking about body shop or collision work, paint repair, dent repairs, collision, wheel restoration, Vision Collision is the way to go. Tell them Frank at Ranch Nation sent you. 480-248-9049. 480-248-9049. Vision Collision. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. I want you guys to head on over to our Ranch Nation Facebook. If you have any uh, questions about your car, we're here for you. Or uh, visit wrenchnation.tv. You can uh, get on there and uh, hit the little email button and uh, subscribe. No, we're not selling penny stocks. We won't bother you. You get one email a week about shows that we're doing. Uh, And speaking of shows, please head on over. If you are a car enthusiast, if you are in the industry, a great platform, the Playing in Traffic show. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, and as well as website, we'll have all that information. We welcome back a uh, producer of the show and automotive talent, uh, Lewis Lee. Welcome back, brother. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, going from repo, did it, was it natural just to start shipping cars? Well, I own a few of these. <laughs> Do I transport? How did you get, how did you go from repo to, uh, transporting? Well, when I, when I had my repo company, um, a guy kept coming to pick up cars. I'm like, man, he's making some money. He's pulling the cars away. So, I decided to, to buy trucks and, and move on from the repo company to the to the auctions. <clears throat> so um, that that was so much better of a less stress. I was going to say less yeah, stress. Yeah, less stress for because sure. I think anytime yeah. you can take emotion, you know, out of out of although that's hard. I think you know part of success is just kind of balancing that emotion. But the more bad juju you can take out, I mean. Yeah, but taking yeah. versus moving, oh, heck yeah, all day long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, um, you know, and, and the majority of the, the stress was dealing with banks. I mean, the, the stress level of them calling you every day. You get my car, you get my car. They're sending paperwork. So that, that kind of stuff was really... So you had a lot you know, of deadlines, and, you know, were those deadlines also, if you missed the deadline, was it less money? You know, were you given a big yeah. share? Okay. Yeah, that would give you an uh, investigation fee. But it really wasn't a deadline, but they, they're just so, they want their car. You know I mean? They're on you. So, yeah. you know, it gets stressful. When you're repoing 200, 250 cars a month, you know, that's, you know, people are really hitting you. <laughs> that is a lot of cars. Wow. That's a big agency. Uh, Lewis, did you have others uh, with you or did you, did you, oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, 250 cars. Wow. Yeah. We had, um, we had two lots. We had one here in Youngstown and one in Columbus and we, uh, we covered the whole state. Wow, and um, we had uh, ten drivers, and you know, we just put 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 in work and made it happen. Yeah, let's talk yeah, about so moving uh, cars. Yeah, now moving cars less stress. You're getting older. You're yeah. saying, man, I got to slow it down a little bit. I got to zen yeah. out. I got to get a little fuzzy balls in my transport ride. <laughs> uh, a little, uh, you know. <laughs> um, how, now, because uh, some some folks are listening now, they're reinventing. They have to reinvent their career right now. And uh-huh. they may be interested in, in CDL and getting their, their license. And they may even be looking at transporting cars. What advice would you have to, for somebody just starting out um, other than please chain those cars down so they don't fall off? I always yeah. worry about oh, definitely. What advice would you yeah, give definitely. somebody starting off in that, that transport business? Um, try, to, try to budget your money well. Um, don't don't get yourself too deep. I, I've seen guys go buy brand new trucks, seventy, eighty thousand dollar trucks, and they don't have enough work. You know, so you, you really have to, you know, budget it and, and and just be be on time if you can, and you know, just do what you say you're going to do. You know, just make it happen, and you know, for the customer, that, that's a big part. Reliability, more so. I mean, I yep. mean, I don't. I think any any industry, but particularly with the delivery of, of vehicles and stuff, it's all tied yeah. into a deal that may already be uh, in the works. And sometimes the sales flow, if that's kinked out, and they got to tell somebody it's two days later because of some situation, uh, they could lose mm-hmm. a deal like that. I could see that. Um, you transport coast to coast ever, or is it more just yes. you did? Oh God, well, those are the fun. Would you like doing that better? Um, well, what I did is I had local companies here. I moved cars to the auctions for the car dealers. And uh, and then I started doing high-end cars, and I, I did that myself. My other trucks stayed local, and I did the transporting of the, the custom cars or the you know the high-end stuff. So, um, yeah, I went across country, you know, doing that. I did some work for uh, from guys from Pit My Ride, uh, West Coast Customs. Great um, outfit, great outfit. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. I'm friends with a couple of them, like really good friends. We do a lot of stuff together. Um, and so I, I started hauling stuff for Unique Auto Sports in New York. In New York, and, um, yeah, yeah. He yeah, had he so, had a brief stint, I think. Uh, I think on TV. Uh, yeah, Will Castro. Yep. Yeah, but regardless, they're, they're talent. They're putting out amazing, amazing art, rolling art, really. Yeah. So that's how I got mixed up with celebrities um, doing that. And, um, you know, around 08 is when the economy kind of got bad. So, yeah. so I kind of, I kind of backed off the transport company and that's when I started the magazine because I wanted to stay around the celebrities and, and car industry. So that's how that ended up. Focus a message, uh, an organic message. I think that's the, that's the wonderful thing. Um, I know you just did the cars here podcast, an amazing platform, um, and, and I think that's what's really cool is that a lot of this is organic and, you know, it's a quiet secret where I think some other industries, they're all trying to sell something. And you can hear mm-hmm. that. You can hear that. Susie, you ever listen to the show and it's like. Oh, yeah. Lewis sounds really organic. No, but I'm saying just yeah. like automotive, like automotive people. Oh, heck yeah. I, I'm trying to think in my mind and I would never pick on anybody that way. But is there an automotive show right now on radio, podcast, TV, whatever, that isn't organic? I don't think so. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. We'll yeah, have to... Uh, yeah. I mean, if you think Are about... Are we organic? Uh, yeah, I think so. We stink. We do all that. Yeah. We're just as organic as We're you organic. can be. We're not... Yeah, tra- you, come off, you come off the head. 
That's yes. right. <laughs> we drink organic coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're you're slinging. I want to go back to uh, you're running a fleet. Uh, you've got a whole team of drivers. Yeah. You're yeah. you're being preventative. I want to kind of get into the mechanics of it because if something broke down. That'll mess you up for reliability. Did you have a routine? Oh, yeah. Those those vehicles, uh, those trucks were in regular routine, and what would you see there? Oh yeah, most definitely. When when you have a company, you have to go by um, DOT regulations. So you have to keep records of all your trucks and all the maintenance, and they you know they really push you to to keep your stuff safe. You know, so when you're out on the road, they don't want to you know a wheel falling off or something. And, you know what I mean? So they make you keep good records. So that forces you to, you know, take care of stuff. Yeah, which you should. I mean, I think uh, with all, I think something like 47,000 deaths on the roadways and all this mm-hmm. autonomous stuff is supposed to save the well, day there. I was going to say, but, so would a transport company be able to use an autonomous semi? I don't know. Lewis, would you get behind? I mean, if you had an opportunity, let's t- let's go back 17, 20 years, whatnot. Let's say you had, you know, you had you had some cash flow. You, you had some investors backing you. Would you buy a fleet of autonomous Trucks and uh, go to see that's a tough one. I know it is because I, I don't think so. And, yeah. and the reason is part, partly the reason is that's putting somebody out of work. And you know, I, I'm real firm on you know, keeping people, keeping people, you know, working because you know, that's how you eat. So that's that's one reason. And two, I don't trust stuff that that much because you <laughs> know, control, be, yeah, you know, if I sneeze. I might go off the road. So what happens if electric something, you know, the glitch, you know, that truck's gone. You know what I mean? So, no, I agree. I, I my nephew drives a Tesla and he and I and I love what they're doing there, but I got in this ride and and I and I thought it was so cool. First off, you have no drag, there's no gear, there's no it's just woof. Yep. <laughs> like woof. That's what you hear. <laughs> yeah. And he was just after he showed me the ride and all of his excitement and it quelled down, we were 30 minutes into the ride, he starts doing work on his phone, man. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He says, oh, no, the car will, it's got corrective this, corrective that. I oh, said, my well, what gosh. If, what if the corrective isn't correcting? What's going to happen then? Plus, yeah. I'm, I'm passenger. <laughs> like, what's going to, like, are you even paying attention? Like, I don't know, but I, I my feeling is that maybe... I don't know. Maybe my our grandkids will just not. They'll look at truck driving as like elevator men. Like I know there's yeah. a lot of youngsters right now. If they got into an elevator right now, and it was an <laughs> elevator operator with a big old copper, yeah, the lever. Uh, you know, brass wheel. <laughs> like like it was in New York when we were growing up. You still had elevator men. It was a respected. It was like the the dude in the bar yeah. in the nightclub that was doing this the, the cologne in the yep, bathroom. Yep, you know, I was yep. a respected. Yeah, they were just. It was just. A res- oh, that yeah, Bree. You don't know about that. So. See, even Bree, she's too young in oh studio. My gosh. She don't know. Oh yeah. But I yeah, think I think that's uh that's a future that I don't know. I I hope not. I mean, I look. I want to keep people employed too as small business operator. I agree with you, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lewis yeah, is mean, a good man. Yeah, he don't want to see people that's out right. there. You know, you got all hey, this autonomous. Hey, if you get a chance, call my wife and tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> I will, Lewis. Well, we just may have to do that. Uh, Lewis, can we spend just a few more minutes together? I want to go to break, and I want to bring you back and dive into more of the All Ends Media and all the great things that you do in there. Uh, we're going to yes, cut sir. to break. Hang tight. We'll be right back. You know, when we're talking about a relationship in a business, we're talking about not only relationship with your clients, but also relationship with those folks that are working hard to help promote your business. TheMailShark.com. Many of you have marketing plans in place now that are kind of shaky. You're not getting the return that you want. TheMailShark.com. Print and direct mail made easier. They will get the job done for you. You want to talk about increasing your car count, whether you're a general repair shop or specialty shop they have a solution for you themailshark.com there's never any money up front they give you the ability to mail and pay weekly talk about helping a small business cash flow with over 16 direct mail products with both paper and plastic options they will keep your marketing fresh and one of the things i enjoy working with mailshark is they have absolute world-class customer service print direct mail made easy give my friends at mailshark a call today the mailshark 
Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Get on over to WrenchNation.tv. Over 190 shows, a uh, little bit of everything for everybody. We're always honored to spend time with you over there. And uh, Wrench Nation, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. No Snapchat yet. I can't figure that one out. But uh, we did, before before we bring in Lewis Lee back in, uh, we did have a text come in. Uh, Mark Stewart's asking the question. He actually was sitting down with a good friend, and they decided to bet, make a bet. And he wants to win the bet. The question is, can you triple the time between all changes by using synthetic oil? That's a good question. It is a good question. I don't know about triple. And again, I want you guys listening to think about severe duty. Most of you are driving severe duty. That's a game changer. So I, I am going to say no. However, some of you are doing it anyway. <laughs> so uh, uh, you cannot triple the time. I, I would say you possibly could easily double the time. Mark Stewart, thanks for uh, texting in. Uh, Lewis Lee, welcome back. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, Susie, we get a lot of youngsters uh, with some of the shows that we're doing out there, and uh, we always say car industry, for the most part, it's like very welcoming. Um, Lewis, that's a that's a great mission of yours is to is to really get to a place where you can pass the baton like a lot of us are doing out there. And All Ends Magazine, uh, allendsmag.com, media group, uh, you're, you're really highlighting a lot, of, a lot of these cats out there. Yeah. Um, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm friends with a lot of people in the industry. And, and, you know, when I'm, like, say we're out to dinner or something, they say the same things. Like, man, uh, I wish I could connect up with this person or this company or or, you know, this school, or whatever the case. So my media company is the, the in-between. You know, I, I figure I know people, I can connect connect them together, maybe it work, maybe it won't. You know what I mean? But, hey, I'm, I'm helping the industry move forward. Yeah, conduit, that's important. Without pomp and circumstance, a lot of people don't realize that not just our industry, but it's like, oh, I got to call Madison Avenue, this big <laughs> PR agency and all this kind of stuff. And really, yeah. I, I think I think a lot of, um, again, I'm cautious uh, by uh, celebrities. I, I think just regular folks that are that are doing their top of their game, you know, whether it whether it is mm-hmm. West Coast Customs or Heather Storm from Garage Squad, uh, those kind of folks that, you know, they may miss opportunities because they were represented right. the wrong way. Do you find that with some talent? You hear stories about yeah. that, Lewis, you know, mm-hmm. where, man, I could have had this yeah. gig. I could have did Monterey at Pebble beach and they didn't yeah, tell me uh, or they assumed something. Yeah, I have, um, um, Lou Santiago is a good, good example. Um, you know, he was in a contract with a company and they did nothing. And that's how I got started. Really. You know, we were out to dinner with a whole bunch of people and, and he was, you know, talking about having problems. I was like, well, who, you know, who's managing you? And, and he's like, really, nobody. So that's where I jumped in, and I started learning the business. And, you know, I've, I've done some work with Heather Storm and, and a couple other people. I mean, and it, it's it's a shame because the, the car industry people are such nice group of people. And, and people just take advantage of them, like the TV shows, um, producers. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a, it's. It's terrible. Well, I'll share with you. I won't mention the studio. We were approached at the garage some time ago. Uh, and a lot of our garage friends have, have seen the same thing. They go into Blitzkrieg. Hey, do you want to do this? And it's mm-hmm. it's first off, it's free. Second off, it, it's there's no concern for your business model. Right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And so next thing you know, you get all starry-eyed. I'm doing TV. Pilot doesn't make it. And then you've spent six months kind of maybe jading your business model Susie. yeah oh that's a yep. tough one do you do you really do get jaded you think i think so man i think there's risk to that I, i'm gonna tell you guys listening now uh hybrid scripted uh there's no such thing as i mean you can get close to non-scripted right but i use mm-hmm. lewis lee you know the name bethany frankel skinny girl cocktails mm-hmm. she said i'm gonna own this from day one and she did she didn't allow yep. the influence. And ultimately, fast forward years later, yes, little TV show. Yes, uh, branded uh, Skinny Girl Cocktails. She sold it later to a big deal, and she was out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, there's, uh, Mike, Mark um, from Graveyard Cards did the same thing. Yeah. He owns everything. And uh, so did um, uh, Dave King dig. 
Yeah. I was eating oh, lunch yeah. with Can't, him, and he, yeah. he was telling me, he's like, they they tried to get me for two or three years before he gave him a deal. But yeah. he owns everything, and he runs it. He tells them what how it's going to go. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And so you right. know, listening for X amount of years, Ranch Nation, we own this too. <laughs> right, we, we don't answer to anybody but the air around the mic and our wonderful uh, fans, enthusiasts listening, and our wonderful guests. Uh, Lewis Lee, what's uh, what's happening for the future? What do you see on the horizon, man? Is there something you have on a vision board right now that, you know, man, I would like to do this? Um. Well, I also own a leather company. I, I do uh, custom leather work. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, throw out the website, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee Custom Leather. The 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 website is um it was Lee dot com. How do you have time for so, that? Yeah, uh, hey, I, I fell into it, and it is a stress reliever, and I love it. So uh, it's there a passion. All right, I like that. It's one of those things where hey, I'm making money on something I love doing. So. So um, that, that's going to be my retirement. I, I'm going to do leather stuff. I'm getting into uh, motorcycle seats, and I do custom purses. Um, I did a nice purse for Joe Coddington. Oh, she's a ever... sweet gal, Joe Coddington, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my, my girl. If you ever talk to her, let her tell her to show you her purse. <laughs> I, I will. In fact, we'll probably... Uh, Maybe I'll order a purse. Yeah, look <laughs> out, man. We, we got some orders lining up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I like I that. Damn purse, too. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like the idea that sometimes, like, we chase things, and in the end, the beautiful things just fall right. They're just right there. They just fall right in. Yeah. And well, you uh, know what I found? I found that when I was chasing money, things always would go wrong. Yeah. So I started chasing happiness, and I still didn't get no money, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Well, listen, I'm going to share with you and a lot of our listeners right now, um, whether they're on a podcast or what have you, Saturday Replay, I'll share my personal story. I suffered a quintuple heart Situation. I had heart bypass latter part of February. Wow. Quintuple. Quintuple. I had plumbing work, man. They they yep. just you Four know arteries and you had five. Five. I said, man, are we born with five? What's <laughs> I know. But what I'm trying to say is that you just you life's too short that way, you know. Yeah. And and you know, Susie and I talk about this on the show all the time. It's like you know what? If you're doing you, you sing in the shower, sing in the shower, and you like it. That's right. Because if yep. other people come in. The cherry on the top is, okay, they like it, but I really like it. Yep. And I think that should be a mantra. And a lot of you right now, especially one in four unemployed, that's rough. It is. 20 years at a gig somewhere, and you now, they shook your boots. Just like 08, we had a lot of engineers out of work, and you have to reinvent. But if you're going to do that, like, try to go for that passion, man. It's it's, because life's too short. Oh yeah, most definitely. And and here's the thing: when you get trapped in a job, you know, nine to five, you miss the opportunity to find what you are really good at. Yeah. So so take a little bit of time and and, and tinker around with things. You know what I mean? And and you might find something. Like I found this leather stuff like six years ago. I wish I would have found it when I was younger. But man, I, I tell you, it's 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 a stress reliever. I love working with it. I started a full-blown shop. I have industrial machines, and, you know, I can really do whatever I want to do. I like it. And if we're uh, – this is out of Youngstown, Ohio, yeah? Yes, sir. Well, always, always a welcome, big hugs, invite. If you ever down in Arizona, not in the summer, you have right. right outside of Phoenix, man. Our house is your house. Lewis Lee – Amazing talent. We thank you for hanging with us on Wrench Nation. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank and, you. Hey, you have to come over to my show. Yeah, we, we will. We will. Uh, I'm going to get all the links up, too, for you guys on uh, social media. Again, uh, please check out Playing in Traffic Show Organic. Folks are hanging. They're talking real and raw. Like the story, uh, Kindig. You know, Frank, most are you, of you saying don't know. playing in traffic or yeah. in and it's a the letter n the letter, letter n. n it's a i mean you'll find it all over uh social media internet i, I will post this up on ranch nation's uh facebook and instagram and all that uh lewis lee thank you so much man oh thank you i appreciate you guys you rock lewis yeah see i mean you got a guy that goes from repo <laughs> to transporting <laughs> vehicles to falling in love with leather yep. 
That is life's journey. That is cool. Don't question it. Yeah. A lot of you are hanging and listening and some of you are worried about tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Think about what makes you happy. Do the best you can. You may just look. The man is was a repo guy. Yep. Big outfit. Big at seventeen outfit. at seventeen years of age. He right. Was, he's dedicated. Yeah, you could tell at a young age he was disciplined. Went to transport. Now you know. So it's never easy. Just don't give up on it because uh, life is too short. We invite you guys to get on to wrenchnation.tv. I'm extremely happy uh, to hang out with you. And Susie, always an honor to have you in studio. Uh, wrenchnation.tv. Head on over there. Facebook Wrench Nation. Ranch Nation. Ranch Nation. Ranch Nation. We're all over the internet, man. <laughs> Check us out. And it, listen, if you got if you've got a great mechanic, welder, someone that has the passion behind what they do, we always keep an open mic for them. Just get a hold of us. And then please, Chandler and Dobson, if you're in Chandler, stop by the garage, uh, Desert Park here, Chandler. We'd love to chit-chat with you about all things life and automotive. Until then, we'll catch you next week. Be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. I left no time to regret. Kept my lips with your same now, what's on WrenchNation.tv? There's a billion websites out there. Well, there's a ton of nice shows I think you guys will enjoy. We know how it is. I mean, you got three to five seconds to listen to anything. Y'all got ADD. <laughs> Susie? Yes, friend. Am I lying? You're not lying. People don't have attention anymore. So I'm just going to tell you right up front. We know this. We understand. Some of you are already gone because you just oh, got to get over there. Next. You capture our attention, though. Well, WrenchNation.tv. I mean, you can catch... Leave it to Beavers, Tony Dow. We had a 50-year reunion with the Corvair. Yeah. 50 years that car came back in his life. Yes. Now, here's a... I get excited about this community situation. Open change. Vehicle donations making a difference. There's a organization that has uh, donated uh, north of 6,000 cars on the East Coast. And last week, Noor Daoud, Palestinian drift racer from Ramallah. Do you know what it's like growing up in Ramallah, Palestine? I don't even know where that's at. It's in a very volatile area of the okay. world. Like people are trying to just eat for it. I mean, it's tough. And she is out there breaking the barriers. But that's all on WrenchNation.tv. And with that, I will invite you because we're all family up in here.